Hello, welcome to the Thursday, September 6, 2018 edition of the Science and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Amsterdam, Netherlands. Mega, the New Zealand company that offers end-to-end -end encrypted cloud storage, has had its Google Play account compromised. The compromised account was then used to distribute an updated version of the Mega Chrome plugin. The updated version did then ask users for access to usernames and passwords and promptly exfiltrated usernames and passwords that were entered into Google Chrome. Apparently, the compromise happened on Tuesday around 14.30 UTC. If you installed this plugin after this time, or if you already had it installed but the plugin auto-updated, then your passwords may have gotten lost. The plugin also went after my EtherValid and my Monero passwords, and it appears that the group behind this compromise has also been hunting for crypto coins in the past using different illegal means. And in installing software packages, whether it's a toolbar like in this mega example or whether it's a Python package, is always a somewhat risky business. So it shouldn't be a surprise that you have to be careful when you're installing Python packages, not just because you may be importing malicious code, but Python packages can actually execute code at install time. A blog post on GitHub warns about this apparently not very widely known feature and does suggest that you definitely verify hashes whenever you are downloading packages. Use a user account, not the root account. And finally, always double check the package name. This is something that we have seen a lot, for example, with NPM, but also sometimes with Python and the like, that malicious packages try to prey on people who misspell a package name and then install the wrong, and in this case, malicious package. That's, of course, where in particular uh, this technique of executing code on install time becomes handy because you may never include this package in your code because of the typo. So the only time any code will run from the package is at install time. And ESET Security is reporting that the Sandbox Escaper Windows Scheduler Privilege Escalation vulnerability is now being exploited in the wild by malware. ESET is calling the group that is using the exploit PowerPool and states that it's only used in some more targeted attacks at this point. But of course, with the release of the vulnerability, a proof of concept was released as well. So the information is out there and it shouldn't be a surprise that the exploit is being used. Since it's only a privilege escalation exploit, it may not have been used by a lot of more commodity malware groups, which may not require this particular exploit to make their tools work. At this point, there is no patch from Microsoft and also no official workaround from Microsoft. Cert CC has published some advice with some unofficial workarounds for this vulnerability. And with everybody implementing TLS, 
everywhere, one of the challenges that a lot of organizations are facing is to track all of these certificates and make sure they don't expire. Now, with Let's Encrypt, of course, you have scripts that are supposed to automatically update your certificates. But then again, they don't necessarily always work. And it's also important to recognize if any of your users or such are installing, for example, self-signed certificates or certificates from unapproved sources. If you face a challenge like this, then Rob's latest diary post will be of interest to you. He is walking very quickly through the process of actually identifying all the certificates that are present in your environment and also collecting expiration dates for them. In addition to expiration dates, once you have actually all these certificates, it wouldn't be all that hard to enumerate other properties, like, for example, the issuer of the certificate. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.